Hi, I'm Chip Sutterth, and this is episode 474 of the Two Minute Time Lord podcast for November 19th, which is less than a week before the debut of the 14th Doctor. For the last year, while I've been hiatusing, I've been pretty intentional about separating myself from the hype and insider news about the new RTD and Shudigatwa era. This means that for the first time since 2005, I'll be going into a new series of Doctor Who almost completely cold. But The Star Beast, featuring Gatwa's immediate predecessor, airs this Saturday, November 25th, less than a week. Time to start diving in again. That meant not only watching last Friday's BBC Children in Need segment, we'll get back to that, but also reading the somewhat official, somewhat first adventure of the 14th Doctor, a 14-part comic that began in Doctor Who magazine less than a month after Jodie Whittaker's regeneration. Is the story, Liberation of the Daleks, required reading prior to this weekend's special? Does it reveal any hidden truths about David Tennant's new old doctor? No, to both questions. I'll give you the basics without spoiling anything major. Liberation of the Daleks begins immediately post-regeneration and gives the doctor maybe 15 seconds to wonder why he regenerated into a previous version. But no time for introspection. The TARDIS follows an automated distress signal to the 1966 World Cup final in Wembley. Daleks arrive, killing everyone and beginning a planet-wide invasion. Some time-traveling alien tourists take selfies among the carnage. And the Doctor realizes that this is much weirder than a literal Dalek invasion. Hijinks ensue, referencing 60 years of canonical and non-canonical Dalek stories. With the only thing of possible impact being the destruction of Jodie Whittaker's sonic screwdriver. Otherwise, it is a standard DWM story featuring the Tenth Doctor, only with more lines drawn in his face. And I do mean standard Tenth Doctor. I get it. It's not realistic to assume that this comic would reveal RTD's plans for television. Yet, this story could have been published in 2006. It's the same guy. And the Children in Need 2023 sketch? Also the same guy. He's not wearing the same suit, but David Tennant has slipped into the role like it were an old suit. Between him, the pacing and style of humor, and the Murray Gold score, it's as though 2010 through 2022 never happened. And what I don't want is for these three TV specials to also feel like they're just playing the hits prior to Shudigatwa taking the lead. Why this regeneration reboot? Does this Doctor have the same personality as before? Has his experiences at 11, 12, and 13 changed him? Will he make different decisions regarding Donna Noble because he is a different person or simply because of circumstances? Now, it's obvious that Russell T. Davis is evolving Doctor Who with the next season, and that's exciting. But I'm impatient to see that reflected in David Tennant's Doctor now. And honestly, I would have liked to see early hints of that leading up to the Star Beast. So yeah, there's what I'd have liked and what's realistic. Realistically, we should see that by December 9's The Giggle. That's my hope. Before Shooty Gottwood takes Doctor Who into its proper future. 
One last side note about children in need. Doctor Who has, gradually, become more progressive and willing to ruffle feathers over it since 2005. RTD's rejection of ableism in Davros is only just the latest example. Davis will improve on Chibnall's progressive approach in some respects, and probably slip back in others. But the biggest difference between them right now is that RTD is unapologetic and unambiguous in what he's doing, no matter which vocal fans disagree with him. I've got to say, his candor is a breath of fresh air. Find more episodes of the Two Minute Time Lord podcast at TWOMinuteTimeLord.com and look for me at That Chip Fellow on Blue Sky and That Chip Guy at Zeppelin Flights on Mastodon and the podcast is also on Facebook. Two Minute Time Lord is produced by Blue Box Communications.